Radio UNE, the time is 7 o'clock, which means it's time for another episode of Way Back When. After a two-week hiatus, which I sincerely apologise for, I'll explain a little bit more in a minute. But for now, let's jump straight into it with a song from When you're listening to 106.9 Tune FM, and that was the amazing track I Like to Move It by the electronic dance project Real to Real, featuring vocals by The Mad Stuntman, a rapper from Trinidad and Tobago. I simply couldn't resist starting with such an earworm. It is definitely a big period of the 90s, like this, where you got to hear a lot more unusual tracks that you wouldn't use, be used to hearing from the 70s and 80s. So let's go with another one, shall we? Coming up next is another bit of a wacky tune that will be sure to get stuck in your head. Very popular at weddings and school discos. This is Rednecks with Cotton Eye Joe on Way Back When. You're listening to 106.9 Tune FM. But I'd been forgotten, I'd Joe. I'd been married a long time ago. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from, Cotton Eye Joe? But I'd been forgotten, I'd Joe. I'd been married a long time ago. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from, Cotton Eye Joe?
come from Katnadu. You're listening to 106.9 Shin FM. This is Way Back When, and you just heard Cotton Eye Joe by Rednecks. Cotton Eye Joe, of course, a massive hit for the band Rednecks, and I Like to Move It was, of course, a massive hit as well, both doing exceptionally well in the charts, and I Like to Move It featuring in the Madagascar franchise, which shot it back into the public mainstream's popularity. So we're moving on to Baby I Love Your Way by Big Mountain. Before that, though, I will just say thank you all for your patience, and thank you all for tuning in once again. I hope that your week has been wonderful. And in fact, I hope the last three weeks have been wonderful for you because I have not been around, I know, and I apologize for that. And sadly, I have been unable to present the show as usual because of some issues that, personal issues that aren't really too, too important. But I'm all okay now. I'd like to give a huge thank you to Jake and Kim for covering for me and a shout out to the person that gave Jake a nice little love letter who was exceptionally excited to see that, to hear that Jake was going to be on the radio for an entire week. So kudos to that person. You made Jake very happy and amused. But yes, huge thank you to both of those people they are amazing amazing people indeed and thank you all for coming back for way back when now the way this is going to work tonight i've got a few more songs than usual because rather than doing episode by episode like i did the last time i missed a show this is actually going to be a mix of all three years rather than doing the first few songs from 93 the next few songs from 94 and the next few songs from 95 this is going to be a mashup of all three years i felt very bad for not being able to give you the shows of 93 and 94 so i'm blending them all in so this is going to be a super long three we are three year show instead looking at some of the best tracks from all three years and that's how it's going to work and it's not going to be structured by year like the last one was so with that being said let's move into big mountains baby i love your way a really sweet little love song you're listening to way back when episode 20 i think we've sort of lost track of the episodes because of the uh the episodes that I've sadly not been here for. So we're just going to call this episode 23, and I will modify that if I get it wrong. Baby, I Love Your Way by Big Mountain on Way Back When. You're listening to 106.9 Sheen FM, the home of UNE's student-powered radio. Ooh, baby, I love your way every day, yeah, yeah. Ooh, baby, I love your way every day. See 
sunset in your eyes Brown and gray and blue besides Clouds are stalking islands in the sun I wish I could buy one out of season But don't You're listening to 106.9 Tune FM, and that was Baby I Love Your Way by Big Mountain from 1993, which is, of course, a cover of the Peter Frampton song from 1975. Big Mountain's version was obviously a lot more reggae and a bit more fusion of genres than the original Peter Frampton was, but it achieved major worldwide success. It reached the top 10 in numerous countries across Europe, and it reached the top 5 here in Australia and New Zealand, as well as in Canada, where it actually made it all the way to number 2. Moving on to a more melancholic, soft rock, alternative rock song, one of my favourites, and and it's by R.E.M. Now, R.E.M. have been uh, have been featured on this show before with their song Losing My Religion. This one's got a little bit more of a softer tone. It is It was released in 1993, and it's about melancholic feelings. And in fact, but, uh, Peter Buck writes that the reason the lyrics are so straightforward is because it was aimed as teenagers, and he added that while he had never watched Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the idea that high school is a portal to hell seems pretty realistic to me. Make of that whatever you will. It was written mainly by the drummer Bill Berry. However, R.E.M. shares songwriting credits among its members, so it's unknown how much he actually constructed. Nevertheless, it is definitely one of the most world no- worldwide known songs, making it to number one in Poland, number six here in Australia, and number three over in France. Uh, it, interestingly enough, Q Magazine actually ranked it at number 31 in their list of the 1,001 songs, uh, 1,001 best songs ever. High praise there. With that being said, Everybody Hurts by R.E.M. is a very, very good song, and it's a very reflective song, I feel. You're about to hear it up next on Way Back When. This is Tune FM 106.9, and you're listening to the home of UNE's student-powered radio.
You just heard Everybody Hurts by R.E.M. on Way Back When. This is Tune FM 106.9, and we're moving on to another reggae track. Reggae and reggae pop has a bit of a big spotlight on it in the 90s, and this, these three years are certainly no different. We're going to a song by Jimmy Cliff. It is his cover of I Can See Clearly Now, of course, originally written by Johnny Nash. It was included on the Cool Running soundtrack and released as a single, and in fact, it was Cliff's first single to make the Hot 100 in 25 years, and it was his highest charting single in the United States at all, making it to number 18 and it also made the number one spot in france iceland and new zealand it's a very very good song and it helped make the movie even more memorable i can see clearly now but jimmy cliff is up next this is way back when episode 23 and you're listening to tune fm on 
That was I Can See Clearly Now by Jimmy Cliff, and you're listening to 106.9 Tune FM, and this is Way Back When, episode 23. I hope that this is a pleasant ending to your Saturday. I hope that you've had a relaxing Saturday indeed if you were not working. And we're going to move to a rather interesting song by Bruce Springsteen. Bruce Springsteen is a very famous rock musician, and this one is a bit of a soft rock song from the film Philadelphia, which was an early mainstream film dealing with HIV and AIDS, rather notably. It was released as a single in 1994, Streets of Philadelphia, and it was a massive hit in many countries in including Austria, Canada, France, Germany, Iceland, Ireland, Italy and Norway where it topped the singles charts in all of those countries. It peaked at number 9 on the Billboard Hot 100 and it went on to win the Academy Award for Best Original Song and four Grammy Awards awards including Song of the Year and Best Rock Song. It is certainly a very very notable track. It is listed among the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame's 500 songs that shaped rock and roll and it made it to number 4 here in Australia. It is of course uh, rather interestingly it is interesting how the song came to be with the director of Philadelphia Jonathan Dem asking Springsteen to write a song for the film adding I want to play it in the malls Springsteen was interested he, he said he'd like to come up with a song and if he gave and if Dem gave him some time he would see what he could do adding that he's not very good at scores he recorded a demo of the completed song and he mailed the tape to the director who said that his wife and he were sitting down and listening to it and were weeping by the end it is certainly a big big sort of praise from the director so Streets of Philadelphia by Bruce Springsteen is what you're going to hear next. This comes from 1993, and you're listening to Tune FM on 106.9. You're listening to Way Back When, episode 23. Falling, I'm lying awake I can 
feel myself fading away So receive me brother with you Faithless kiss or will we Leave each other alone like this On the streets of Philadelphia You're listening to 106.9 Tune FM, and that was Streets of Philadelphia by Bruce Springsteen. Coming up next, we're going to take a trip over to Britain and some Britpop music with this next song that is by the English rock band Oasis, who have had a fairly interesting history, that's certainly for sure. The band is currently on hiatus, although they do intend to reunite once the COVID-19 pandemic is over. The band has been technically broken up since 2009 after Liam and Noel Gallagher, the brothers who formed the band, split due to personal relationship issues. And since then, they have had a fairly love-hate relationship with each other, let's say that. Putting all the Oasis drama to the side, Wonderwall is definitely their most known song and arguably one of their best. It was voted number one on the on Triple J's 20 Years of the Hottest 100 back in 2013. That's massive praise there. And many notable artists have covered the song and it is widely considered to be their most popular song of all time. It topped the charts here in Australia and New Zealand and it reached the top 10 on another 10 charts, including the Canada and the United States. And it made its number two in, U- in the UK and Ireland. The song was certified triple platinum, a quadruple platinum, excuse me, by the British phonographic industry and gold by the Recording Industry Association of America. Excuse me. So the the version we're going to play is the full version because a radio edit was released at the same time. But we do have we can play the full version because it's not too long, which is good because it really is a fantastic song, especially if you like the British sort of pop music that was coming out in the 90s and into the early 2000s. In fact, so Wonderwall by Oasis will be the next song you're going to hear. You're listening to 106.9 Tune FM on the home of UNE's student powered radio. be the day that they're gonna throw it back to you by now you should have somehow realized what you gotta do i don't believe that anybody feels the way i do about you now backbeat the word is on the street that the fire in your heart is out i'm sure you've heard it all before but you never really have
You're listening to 106.9 Tune FM, and that was Wonderwall by Oasis, a band that oh, I always love hearing about Oasis because they've just had such a weird history with each other. That being said, we're moving on to a song that I was essentially bullied into including on this show tonight, and that is Shoop, the lead single from Salt and Pepper's fourth album, Very Necessary. This was released in 1993 as well, Oasis being released in 1995, which I forgot to mention earlier, and it's a hip-hop song. I've not made a big secret of the fact I'm just not a huge fan of the hip-hop genre, but this song I I was pretty much bullied into including by Jake and uh, and uh, our boss here purely because of its cultural impact and as well it was included in Deadpool when Deadpool released back in 2015 meaning that, or 2016 excuse me and it shot back to the charts again, I don't really know what else to say about it, it was certified gold and in fact has sold more than a million copies in America and that I will admit it did very well on the charts, number one on the rap billboard hot 100 chart number two here in Australia and indeed it was number 15 on the year-end charts of 1994 here in Australia. Shoop by Salt and Pepper is coming up next. This is Way Back When, episode 23, and you're listening to Tune FM on 106.9. Hey, yeah, I want to shoot, baby. Shoot. Chillin', minding my business. Right. Your souls, I looked around and I couldn't believe this. I swear, I stare 
Moses and I chill for a bit. Don't know how you do the voodoo that you do so well. It's a spell. Hell makes me wanna shoot, 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 shoot. Listening to 106.9 Tune FM, and that was Shoop by Salt and Pepper, a hip hop track made famous upon its release, and indeed got a little bit of a boost back into the spotlight when Deadpool came out and featured it on the soundtrack. We turned from hip hop now to a bit of country pop. There's a bit of a genre mixture on this uh, big episode of Way Back When, I like it. And we're going to turn to Sheryl Crow. Sheryl Crow wrote and released this song in 1994, uh, wrote it in 1993, excuse me, but released it in 1994, and it was her biggest US hit. It peaked at number two on the 
the Billboard Hot 100 charts. I always feel sorry for artists who manage to peak at number two and not quite get to number one. It made number one here in Australia as well as in Canada, and uh, it made number one on the US Adult Contemporary charts. It's certified gold here in Australia and New- and United States, although it is certainly more impressive in the US. 500,000 sales in the US equates to a gold, only 35,000 to a gold here in Australia. And it was covered notably by Amy Studd, and I'm referring to All I Want to Do, a nice little country pop song, and it was one of her biggest international hits, in fact, considered to be the biggest international hit of Cheryl Crow's to date, and it was included on her live album. So with that being said, enjoy some country pop now with Cheryl Crow's All I Want to Do. You're listening to Way Back When, episode 23, and this is Tune FM on 106.9. Hit it.
just heard the wonderful Cheryl Crow with All I Want to Do and a bit of country pop for you. And we're going to add another genre to tonight's list, and it's going to be some dance pop, maybe disco, but certainly considered more dance pop, and that is Moving On Up from the British band M People. It was released as the second single from their second album, Elegant Slumming, in 1993, and it is considered the best M People single. It was certainly the biggest selling, and it peaked at number two on the UK singles chart, number four here in Australia, and it made it to number one on the US Dance Club songs chart. It was a bit of an unexpected song, but certainly it took people by surprise and it became very popular, as you can imagine, and it has been featured on many compilations and it was actually included in an episode of Top Gear. So there you go, make of that whatever you will as well. When it came out, it was described as a new disco slant by all music editor Keith Farley and it received fairly positive reviews above uh, across the board. Moving on up by M People, you're listening to Way Back When, episode 23, and this is Tune FM on 106.9.
You're listening to 106.9 Tune FM, and that was Moving On Up by M People. I'm turning to a cover now, and it's another disco-y sort of dance pop track by Gloria Estefan, the Cuban-American singer and songwriter. She released this song for the soundtrack to the film The Specialist, and it featured on her fourth solo album as well, Turn the Beat Around. Originally written by Gerald Jackson and Peter Jackson, and performed by Vicky Sue Robinson in 76, this cover was exceptionally popular, making it to number one on the, U- on the US Hot Dance Club play charts, number eight here in Australia, and it was described as a brilliant pop hit when her album Hold Me, Thrill Me, Kiss Me, Kill Me, uh, Hold Me, Thrill Me, Kiss Me, Excuse Me, came out. It made its number 13 on the US Billboard Hot 100, and because it made the top of the Hot Dance Club play chart, it was her first number one song on the chart in English. It's a ver- it's considered a, quite a hit for her and one of her specialty songs. Turn the beat around up next on Way Back When, episode 23. You're listening to Tune FM on 106.9.
that was the amazing Turn the Beat Around by Gloria Estefan, released in 1994. And coming up, we've got a song from 1993, Bed of Roses, by the amazing band Bon Jovi. It appeared on their album Keep the Faith in 92, but it was released as a single in late late January of 1993. Rather amusingly, John Bon Jovi wrote the song in a hotel room while suffering from a bad hangover. I'm sure most people out there can relate to that. Uh, And the lyrics reflected his feelings at the time. The song contains drawn-out guitar riffs and soft piano playing, which I think you're going to enjoy. I certainly do. The song's power ballad style made it a worldwide hit, and it demonstrated Bon Jovi's more mature sound and the new direction they were going in after their success as a glam metal band in the 1980s, of course. The song made its number 10 both here in Australia and on the Billboard Hot 100, number 5 on the Top 40 mainstream charts, and number 13, I nearly said 300, number 13 in the UK Top 40. Interestingly enough, the live portions of the music video were were filmed at Stabler Arena in Pennsylvania as part of a special New Year's Eve concert. The reason I bring it up is because rather amusingly, in order to get the liveliest and largest crowd there for the video, the band made arrangements to have one price, general admission tickets, and took away all the floor seating so everyone had to stand. That'll do it. Bed of Roses by Bon Jovi coming up next, a song that most people who have suffered hangovers I assume can relate to. You're listening to 106.9 Tune FM and this is a special episode of Way Back When.
to 106.9 Tune FM and that was Bon Jovi's Bed of Roses. Coming up we've got a song, actually a bit of a rockabilly song funnily enough, from the rock and roll artist Chris Isaac, released as the first track to the 1995 album Forever Blue. Chris Isaac, widely known for his hit Wicked Game that was released in 1990 and Somebody's Crying, he was also well known for this song Baby Did a Bad Bad Thing, a song that I absolutely love, but for some reason when I was younger I heard this song quite a lot throughout my childhood, I swore that it was by John Mellencamp and I do not know why. In any case, that's not relevant. The song got most of its mainstream recognition after being featured in Eyes Wide Shut, the Stanley Kubrick film, and the reason for that is he heard the song as Nicole Kidman listened to Isaac's music to liven up during rehearsals. Isaac was asked for his approval as he prepared to perform on The Tonight Show, and while he was originally a little bit hesitant, he immediately agreed once he was told it was for Kubrick, who he declared, Kubrick has not, Kubrick has not done a film I didn't like. There you go. Perfect. Therefore, it was made famous and it did exceptionally well when it was released and indeed when Eyes Wide Shut came out. It is from 1995. You're listening to 106.9 Tune FM and we have Baby Did a Bad Bad Thing coming up next on Way Back When, episode 23.
You're listening to 106.9 Tune FM and that was Chris Isaac with Baby Did a Bad Bad Thing. Coming up next we've got a bit of pop rock but also of a sort of a gospel song and that is Billy Joel's River of Dreams, the title track and the first single from the 1993 album River of Dreams. The song was a big hit, it peaked at number 3 on the US and the UK charts making it Billy Joel's highest charting song of the 1990s although granted River of Dreams was the only album he released during the 1990s. It also hit number 1 on the charts here in Australia, New Zealand and on the Canadian and US adult contemporary charts and it made its number 13 on the year-end charts for 1993 here in Australia. Excuse me. The song borrows a lot from the traditions of black gospel music and spirituals and it includes a gospel choir and the lyrics notably deal with inner peace and the afterlife. There you go, it's a bit of a, it's a rather interesting little gospel track for you. In 1993, interestingly enough, Gary Zimmerman attempted to sue Billy Joel for $10 million, claiming more than half of the song was based on his 1986 song Nowhere Land. Joel claimed he had no knowledge of Zimmerman or his music, and the lawsuit was actually, inevitably, and eventually, dropped. A win for songwriting. The River of Dreams by Billy Joel coming up next on Way Back Way in episode 23. You're listening to Tune FM on 106.9.
until I find what it is I've been looking for In the middle of the night I go walking in my sleep Through the jungle of doubt To the river so deep I know I'm searching for something Something so undefined That it can only be seen By the eyes of the blind In the middle of the night listening to 106.9 Shin FM and that was The River of Dreams by Billy Joel. Coming up next we've got a bit of David Bowie which I will always love, always time for David Bowie on this show and a song from 1993, more of an art rock song and it is from the Black Tie White Noise album that is commonly viewed as the start of an artistic renaissance for David Bowie whose enthusiasm and career had suffered in the late 1980s after a series of poorly received projects. This album debuted at number one in the UK albums chart, his last to do so until the next day which was released in 2013 and the song that you might be thinking I'm going to play is Jump They Say being the first single from the album but no I'm actually going to play the title track Black Tie White Noise which is inspired by David Bowie's stay in Los Angeles in 1992 when the city saw quite ferocious race riots in reaction to the Rodney King incident. Given what's currently happening across the world here in 2020 and the protests regarding Black Lives Matter and police police brutality, it seems a very appropriate song to play. It is the epitome of the album's feelings towards conformity and corporations, and David Bowie would later explain that the track was concerned with the black community's own identity and how it didn't need to be absorbed into the white community. It is ultimately one of the most jazz and soul-influenced tracks on the album, so we've got another bit, we've got a bit of a soul track coming up, so that's going to add another genre to the list tonight. It was a top 40 hit in Britain and reached number 36 in the UK chart and only number number 74 here in Australia, which is kind of disappointing, but I think it's an important song nonetheless black tie white noise by david bowie is coming up next on way back when episode 23 you're listening to tune fm on 106.9 
You're listening to 106.9 Tune FM, and that was Black Tie White Noise by the amazing David Bowie. Coming up next, we've got Lenny Kravitz, a hard rock artist, and this song, notably hard rock, although rather ironically titled Rock and Roll is Dead. It was released from his 1995 album Circus and made the top 20 in Canada, Finland, New Zealand, and Spain, but it actually underperformed in the US, peaking at number 75 on the Billboard Hot 100, which is a quite 
interesting fact, a little bit unusual for Lenny Kravitz's music. While he is categorized as a rock and roll artist, his style, his style also incorporates elements of blues, soul, R&B, funk, jazz, and reggae, so he's actually a bit of a jack-of-all-trades, which is really, really cool for a songwriter. It's an up-tempo rock song, and he's actually said that the meaning of the song was completely misunderstood, saying that he's constantly cracking up and cracking everybody else up around me, and that he's not really being serious. He's described himself as a very big clown. So there you go. It was here in Australia. It made it to 26. It did make it to number three over in uh, over on the Canada Rock and Alternative Charts, and it made it to number eight in New Zealand. He was nominated for a Grammy for this song, although he would he would unfortunately not win. It was the Grammy Award for Best Male Rock Vocal Performance, but still to be nominated is just as good. Rock and Roll is Dead by Lenny Kravitz will be coming up next on Way Back When, episode 23. You're listening to Tune FM on 106.9.
was Rock and Roll is Dead by Lenny Kravitz on Way Back When, episode 23. And as we crawl towards the end of another episode of Way Back When, let's get back to a bit of Bon Jovi. And it's This Ain't a Love Song, the lead single from the album These Days, released in 1995. And it is a perfect example of the strong R&B influence that Bon Jovi, uh, that John Bon Jovi and Richie Sambora wanted the These Days album to have. It made it to number 14 on the US Billboard Hot 100, number 2 on the Canadian charts, number 6 on the UK, and number 1 over in Finland, interestingly enough, and made it to number 4 here in Australia, where it was also certified gold. It, interestingly enough, although the song was very successful, Bon Jovi has, not, has only performed it live six times since the conclusion of the These Days tour, and the song was not performed even once between 1996 and 2008. And interestingly enough, a Spanish version was also made. I'm not going to try and pronounce it because I don't want to offend everyone, but the English translation of the Spanish version is Nobody Has Loved You Like I Do, although the lyrics differ from each other. Bon Jovi's version talks about a lost love which has never recovered, while the Spanish version is a reflection on love about how no one will love someone with the same passion that the narrator does. So a bit of a reflective song from Bon Jovi, which I'm always here for. This Ain't a Love Song by Bon Jovi is coming up next on Way Back When, episode 23. This is Tune FM on 106.9. Should have seen it coming when the roses died. Should have seen the end of summer in your eyes. Should have listened when you said goodnight. You really meant goodbye. Baby, ain't it funny how we never ever learn to fall? You're really on your knees. Don't think you're standing tall, but only fools are know it alls. And I prayed that.
You're listening to 106.9 Tune FM, and that was Bon Jovi's This Ain't a Love Song. Coming up next, we've got some punk. That's another genre ticked off. Another alt-rock punk song, and that is by Green Day. I must admit, I'm looking forward to getting into the early 2000s because Green Day are about to explode. And they're about to become huge, and they are a very, very, very good band. A band that I very much enjoy listening to. So I'm looking forward to presenting you with some of the big hits from their career, including this one, the tenth track on their ter- third studio album, Dookie, that was released as, and was released as a fourth single. When I Come Around was one of the most popular radio singles of Green Day's early career, peaking at number six on the Billboard Hot 100 Airplay chart, and was the highest charting radio single until 2004's Boulevard of Broken Dreams peaked at number two. Before you ask, yes, that will absolutely be played on this show. It was one of the most successful alt-rock songs of 1995, topping the Billboard alternative rock alternative songs chart for seven weeks straight, and also hit number two on the mainstream rock tracks. It was Green Day's third straight number one from Dookie, and as of, and as of August 2010, When I Come Around has sold over 600, uh, 639,000 copies, making it the band's be- second best-selling single of the 1990s, behind their 1997 hit, which I won't tell, I'll keep it secret for two weeks' time. It made it to number seven here in Australia and number four in New Zealand, as well as making it to number two on the UK rock and metal charts. Rather interestingly enough, it was actually sort of not as well known when it came out as some of the other singles from the album. However, since it did, since the full album came out and in recent years, it has been considered to be a very, very standout track. I agree. It is one of my preferred songs from the album and from Green Day's career indeed. When I Come Around by Green Day, up next on Way Back When, episode 23. You're listening to Tune FM on 106.9. Yes. 
You're listening to 106.9 Tune FM, and that was When I Come Around by Green Day, the second to last song on tonight's episode of Way Back When, which means that, yes, we have reached the end, and I thank you all so much for tuning in. And again, I do express my apologies for not being around over the past two weeks. However, with a bit of luck, next week we'll go ahead as planned with episode 24, although that will be looking at not the 24th week of our existence because of some unfortunate jumbling with the episodes and years. Thank you all for listening. I hope that you have enjoyed this mashup of three different years mashed into one and hopefully we won't need to do that again coming up then we've got a fantastic song by meatloaf from his bat out of hell 2 album back into hell and the album uh, the song was released as a 12 minute epic however they sadly had to cut it down obviously to get any sort of radio play so that version we're going to be playing is the single edit that goes for five minutes and 24 seconds but i do recommend you go and listen to the entire album bat out of hell 2 in its entirety it is a fantastic album so, this particular power ballad was one of the standout tracks from Bad Out of Hell 2, although just like its predecessor, they are all considered fantastic songs. The one that I've picked to play is I'd Do Anything For Love But I Won't Do That, the first track off of the album, and like I said, one of the best, uh, one of the most well-known. It was a commercial hit, reaching number one in 28 different countries and certified platinum in the United States and became Meatloaf's first and only number one single on the Billboard Hot 100 and the UK singles chart, and it was the best-selling single of 1993 in the United Kingdom and on top of everything else it earned Meatloaf a Grammy Award for Best Rock Vocal Performance Solo. There you go. Those charts that reach number one include Australia of course. They also reach number one on many many songs of many many countries across Europe. I won't recite them all because I don't want to bore you but it did also make the number one position on the year-end charts of 1993 here in Australia the UK and made it to number six in the Netherlands and New Zealand. Certified double platinum here in Australia for 140,000 units sold and like I said platinum in the US for over a million units sold fantastic song I'd do anything for love but I won't do that coming up next once again a huge thank you to everyone for tuning in apologies for the format we will hopefully be back to normal next week I hope that you have a fantastic Sunday and I hope the rest of your weekend goes wonderful I hope that you stay out of the rain that we're meant to get over the next week and I hope that your day has of course been fantastic for now though I bid you good night I bid you farewell and I will speak with you again at the same time next week 7 p.m this is meatloaf's I'd do anything for love but I won't do that and you have just listen to episode 23 of way back when on UNE's proud home of student powered radio tune fm 106.9 have a wonderful night
some days that don't come at all And these are the days that never end And some nights you're breathing fire And some nights you're caught in ice Some nights you're like nothing I've ever seen before Will again Maybe I'm crazy Oh, it's crazy and it's true I know you can save me No one else can save me now but you As long as the planets are turning As long as the stars are burning As long as your dreams are burning You better believe it That I would do anything for love No, I won't do that. Yes. 